No, you're not sitting there. No, but oh my goodness! Why have I never sat in this chair before? Uh, this whole time, I'm one, no wonder I get uncomfortable. You've got the comfiest chair in the whole goddamn world. Would you like a pillow? No, I'll suffer like a man. Oh, toxic masculinity. You have to suffer in silence then. That chair is so comfy. Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Hello and welcome to Myths Podcast. This is our 99th episode. And that means for 99 episodes, you've heard my voice, Matt Hoss, and... My voice, not Matt Hoss. Uh, well, it usually isn't Matt Hoss, because it's usually either Dan Rhodes, Laura Lex, or uh, any other comedian in the fringe. So, yeah, you're just some miscellaneous guy. Who are you? Who even are you, Dan? Oh, you are Dan Rhodes. Hello, Dan Rhodes. How are you? I'm good, Matt Hoss. How are you? Good. It's 99 episodes. Uh, what it you? is. Are you, are you feeling pretty A happy? big number, some might say. It, it, yes. <laughs> not, not the biggest. Obviously, the there biggest. are bigger numbers. What though. is the biggest number? The biggest number uh, that I've accounted to. Yeah, two hundred fifty-six. And that's a big number, though. Would you not agree? Even though there's, you know, how many, how many days are, are are there in a year, Dan? Uh, it depends what depends what year it is, but <laughs> between three hundred and sixty to four hundred and seventy-two days a year. Yeah, and two hundred fifty-six is your biggest number. Yeah, cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, have you got any like fun moments you have over this uh, since doing the podcast? Any fun moments whatsoever? I just have to name one fun moment. One fun moment. Just one. Just any moment. It could be small or big. Okay, I just have to name one. One. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> God. Just one. Just one. Bloody hell. Uh, got to really wrap my brain for this. Probably um, that time I... That time I... <laughs> from Lord's Mythology or just from All 99? All 99. So many, Matt. So many. Oh, good. The Weedabix Challenge. The Weedabix Challenge. We can challenge. never forget. We haven't mentioned it in a while, but we can never forget well, the Weedabix Challenge. Well, why would we mention it in a while? Because it was horrific. horrific. Yeah. <laughs> Horrendous. Do you know there's a video of it? I was so close to vomiting as well, which is... A lot of milk was consumed that day. Yeah, and you you told us. Um, what else? Ganymede's type butthole? Oh, Ganymede's type butthole. Uh, a fine day. Fine day for um, uh, In the trout? That was a good I've missed, day. I missed in the trout. I was in a really weird mood that day. Oh, yeah. I really found that way funnier. Listening back to it, didn't find it as funny. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a bit of a weird one. Um, I've enjoyed... But genuinely, do you know what I've enjoyed most? How much I've genuinely learned. Sometimes, mm, and this yeah. will ruin you, sometimes I watch TV. Yeah. I watch things such as The Chase, Pointless, University Challenge, these sort of things. Yeah. I only connect even when I'm feeling really smart. I'm not very good at it. God, that show's hard. Um, yeah, like, it's unfeasibly hard. Yeah, and uh, maybe there are board games like Trivial Pursuit. Anyway, these general knowledge type games, and it's amazing how much mythology is in those sort of, like, comes up in yeah. those sort of things. And how everything's and connected. Sometimes I know the answers. <laughs> Only sometimes. Only sometimes. Some of them are very hard. Because we haven't got 256 myths yet, do you know what I mean? So once no. we get to that point, you'll know everything. I remember watching a mastermind once where the guy's specialist subject was Greek mythology. And I was like, that is such a stupid, like, topic. Yes. Because you've got to pick something niche. I was going to say, because it's too broad. That's way too broad. 
and he and he probably did know a lot about Green Bay. Like he genuinely was probably yeah. a clever guy and but, genuinely knew a lot. But man, did they pick some obscure questions because well, they almost called his bluff. And they were like, "Really? You want me to do all of?" All right. Well, you would pick something like the Zeus in the Greek mythology. Yeah, maybe. Yes, you would do or, like a specific one. The story was yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't. He disagreed with her, and he was hoping. I guess they'd bring up. He probably does know lots about Greek mythology. She was like, "Yeah, I know lots about Greek mythology." But then he well, didn't. He didn't fathom how broad it was. So pick something like Homer's Odyssey or something like that. They say, like, yeah. "Yeah, something like this." So you're never going to win if you're if you're doing Greek mythology, and there and John Humphreys is asking you the craziest stuff, and you're just like, "Oh my god, this is so embarrassing," because it seems hard. Meanwhile, the next Deborah from fucking Nottingham comes up, and she talks about hers is like the Fair, life Faircroft episode. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you need something, like, tangible. Did I tell you I once applied to uh, be a mastermind? What would your special topic be? Can you guess what my specialist topics could be? I'm trying to remember it now, but yeah. Probably not back, Queen, not back then. That's no, no, it was, couple, it was 2016 in all fairness. Would it have been Metallica or something like that? No, I'm not sure if it was any music-related one, actually. Comedy? There was a comedy-related, two comedy-related ones. And I'm going to tell you, looking back, a bit creepy, actually. What was it? Right, the first one was um, the Odyssey. I thought I could smash out the Odyssey. Yeah. Pretty good at that. Uh, if you would like to find out, listen to episode 60 onwards. Um, there was... Um, there's one I can't remember from the top of my head. I think... some Yeah, maybe something music-related. Maybe history-related. But I remember, the one two I definitely do remember. And I only asked you for three, but I put four. Because uh, uh, I'm a fucking renegade. Uh <laughs> The um, they asked me. Uh, I put down the the, the least creepy one is um, Alice James and John Robbins uh, the radio show because uh, I thought there's quite a lot of episodes there, but there's a lot they talk about. There's a lot that you can get content you can talk about. The creepy one is the life and works of Richard Herring because <laughs> I knew a lot about him, like to a creepy amount, I'd say. Like, uh, so I would say, and I think I, you know, I would absolutely smash it. I'll, one episode I'll create a, my own life and times of yeah. What would you? What would your subject be? It's a really good question, and one I toyed with many times. And certainly not going to be. Certainly not going to be mythology. Well, no, God no. Oh, maybe it was Greek mythology. No, no, it wasn't. It wouldn't be too Greek mythology. No. Maybe, maybe it was Metallica or something like that, or uh, Abbey Road by the Beatles, something like that. Do you know what? I really don't know. Okay, can I put? I'm going to put it forward. Something to do with geography, but geography is too vague. That's the problem. Yeah, capitals of the world or something like that. Yeah, but then is that is that a mastermind topic? I don't know if that's the sort of thing they're after. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. There's various topics I would be really good at in quizzes. But yeah, what makes another mastermind topics? Mastermind tends to be things you can like. I'm a deep guy. You're a shallow guy. No, I am though. I'm um, someone that has a lot. I think I'd... you're broad strokes. Cause yeah. Quiz, quiz master, uh, uh, pub quiz. You're the guy uh, for deep uh, and kind yeah. of unwaning but unprovoked knowledge. Yeah, to I'm good at pub quizzes because it's general. Like it's a bit. You have to know a bit of everything, and yeah. I can do that. But uh, which is why I'm, I can do things like, you know, I watch the chase, and I'm like, oh, I could do that because it's all about guesstimation. Yeah. And things like that, but actual like specifics, like the life and death of. Yeah, Mary Shelley stuff like that. I'm just like, no, I don't. I don't have any passions. I'm. Uh, but so it's nice that we, we start off sentimental mm. and we come back to Christians. But okay, um, but no, I have learned a lot from doing this show, and I think that's what I've realised. I've taken away a lot more. I pretend like I'm not learning, but actually, it's difficult to do this and not take away some stuff. But how about? You know? I mean, not just knowledge. What other? I, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like, what what other sentimental things have you 
got got for this product. Maybe some something got. Maybe someone might have uh, been really special to you during this. During this, uh, well, well, the fans have in, become in, really in ninety nine episodes. The fans have become not really the fans, special to me. not the fans. <laughs> oh, I've, oh, I've become really. I've, I, your your mum. I've become very. You know, she's very lovely. It's nice to have met her quite a few times. I would never have got the opportunity to. Any, anyone to meet her and Stuart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she's fun. Anyone, anyone else. Uh, uh, I mean, you still haven't met my mum in 99 episodes. Well, I emailed her and I said I met her, but she said digitally I have not met her. Uh, you know, I have not met her, but... No, I can't think of anyone else has had an impact on me by doing these 99 shows. Laura Lex, I guess. I never met her, but I thought she was so good. All right, and let's just go into the myth, okay? Let's just, let's go into the myth. No, you okay? What about me? No, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, what's your favourite thing about the 99 episodes? None. You don't have any. You don't have anything good to say about the podcast. That's All right. Fucking shit, isn't it? Yeah. What is it? I know. I. I. I am. Um, I suppose I. I enjoy uh, doing the myths. I enjoy uh, focusing. I like like having callbacks. I. I like. I like, I like doing the lead table. <laughs> yeah. One thing I didn't enjoy doing. <laughs> I didn't enjoy not doing the lead table. <laughs> that, that sentence was so fucking dumb. <laughs> All oh, right. Uh, no. Yeah. I. I. I guess. Yeah. I guess it's, it's probably some other things. But I'll, I'll. I'll come back to you at the end. How about that? Yeah. No, at the end, we'll. We'll do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So let's get on with the mission. Ninety ninth episode. Let's. Yeah. Let's smash it. Episodes, all the people we've offended. Oh, you and you have gone out your way to offend everyone. You're a bit like Frank Zappa in that way. Like, yeah, you, you, you're not hateful, but you just like to hurt everyone. Why do you always pick references that no one's gonna get? Oh, I'm sorry, Mister. I listens to Tool. Like, I know who Frank Zappa is, but people aren't gonna get that reference. Yeah, Doesn't but... matter. Do the jingle. Oh, I assumed it was a jingle already. All right, welcome back. It's great to have you here, uh, and we're going to look at. What I think is quite a sad myth. Yeah, I listened to this and it made me feel genuinely like uneasy and sad. I was like, oh. But I hope you enjoy it. How did you listen to this? You're not listening to another podcast behind my back, are you? No. Alright, good. Because I swear if I ever find out that you'll be listening to another group podcast. What if I did another podcast about myths with someone else? I mean, you may as well do anyway, so. That's <laughs> 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 fun. <laughs> I mean, uh, to be honest, it's, it's I can, yeah, essentially have, yeah. Uh, well, what, what a way to find out. But Dan, do you know who we're looking into today? Yeah, I do, because we were talking about it earlier. Uh, Fenir oh, the Wolf. God, I hate you so much. Like, oh, was I, was I meant to pretend? Yeah. Ask me again, ask me again. No, 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 no. I no. don't know what we're doing, I'm right here. Yeah, but like, we're supposed to be enjoying it for the listeners. Sorry, it's only good. Oh, oh, you're having to go away for making a Frank Zappa reference. Yeah, fair enough, it's niche. But at least I broadcastable, Dan. At least I, I uh, have the lure spirit. That's nine nine episodes, I thought you would appreciate that. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. Should we, should we... Let's go back. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So, what we're we looking at today, Dan? I don't know, Matt. What are we looking at? That's why I was asking you. <laughs> no, we are looking at a sad myth uh, of 
Fenrir or Fenris? Uh, Fenris Wolf? Uh, I like Fenrir. Fenrir or Fenris Wolf. Uh, and do you know who Fenrir is? Yeah, he's a wolf. He is the one that Ragnarok is going to eat everyone. Yes, which is... He's the, he's the son of Loki. That's the two pieces of information that we really needed to hear. And, You're uh, welcome. And it, he's Loki's uh, illegitimate son. Uh, he, his sister is Hel and someone else? Jormungandr. The giant. Yes. Yeah. Giant, giant snake. Yes. Uh, so uh, so um, they kind of... Uh, all three of them are different things. And we, uh, we'll, in this story, if we don't cover the other two, we might just briefly mention it. But essentially, this is, um, we're going to talk about the, the origin story of Fenrir. Are you ready to rock? I'm ready to rock. Here we go. So this is the story of how Fenrir was bound. Uh, and it's also the story of how Odin claimed rulership, uh, which was once held by Tyr. Who's Tyr? Tyr's the god of war, I think. And this is the only real story we have of him, in my recollection, as well. After the Azir had cast Jormungandr into the sea and sent Hela to Helheim, they brought Fenrir to Asgard to be raised amongst them. They knew that if Fenrir were allowed to run free, he would eventually and finally devour the world. But just as men often try to escape their destiny, so the gods sometimes try to thwart their own omens. They knew the proud pup would grow into a mighty beast, and hoped that maybe they could domesticate Fenrir and make a guardian of him. Oh, so he's a little puppy, and they want to make him like a little... Yeah. Uh, but they, they kind of, they know at the end he's going to destroy them. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but... So with Loki's children, Hela went to Helheim to uh, look after all the, uh, to, the rule the dead. Uh, Jormungandr sent in Midgard. The big serpent that yeah. went to wrap around the world. But they didn't know what to do with Fenris, so they thought, let's eh, just hold on to him for a bit. Is that a good idea? That's a good idea. It's always good to, uh, you know... Keep your enemies close. Uh, oh. Friends close. Enemies. Keep them closer. Is that why we do a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Did I nail that? That's, I think that's his idea. You've got to put the pause in. Yeah, that, that'll happen. You've got to put the stutter in there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. And so Tyr took the young Fenrir and raised him. Of all the Azir, Tyr understood how to subdue savagery. The blood of the Jotunheim ran pure through his veins. He was a child of the frost giant Hymir, and the mountain giantess Fjorgin. Wasn't right, so isn't it not? I think in some stories he's Loki's child, maybe? And then... I don't know. What? Said, oh, no, I shot something else. <gasps> oh, They're yeah. talking about who Tyr is. The wolf is Loki's son, but Tyr is I the... Don't understand. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I understand no, Dan. <laughs> and maybe I would understand, you know, if someone liked me after 999 episodes. It's, it's, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> and they were talking about tear here, by the way, Dan, in case you didn't, didn't, didn't realise. Yeah, sorry. The blood of the Jotunheim ran pure through his veins. He was a child of the frost giant Hymir and the mountain giantess Fjordjin. Uh, Tyr knew better than anyone what it took to hold passions in check, and he did everything he could to teach this to Fenrir. Now, Dan, tell us what happened afterwards. Anyone who has ever had a dog knows the emotional bond which arises between canines and their keepers. Damn straight. Damn straight. Amen. <laughs> Tyr was known for being loyal and fearless. He loved his kin and his tribe and protected them against any who would harm them. How could he not love Fenrir? As a pack predator, the wolf encompasses all of these traits. 
and Fenrir was the mightiest of wolves, the quintessence of wolfhood. Some say that Tyr was the only Azir brave enough to feed the mighty wolf. I believe that Tyr loved Fenrir because he understood him. And vice versa. This is really sweet, Seth. This is really sweet. Um, also, just for just if we can remember from our Ragnarok episode, I know he's a puppy now, but Fenrir... He's a fucking massive. Yeah, he is a big wolf. He's mad. I mean, he can literally. He's he's gonna. He eats the world Equal. at the end of the. Like he's getting pretty big. And you know what? Even as a puppy, I imagine he was quite boisterous and scary to be around. And I think the reason why Tyr has to feed him because he's the only one willing to go ahead and feed him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like he, everyone else is scared shitless of him. Like everyone's like, oh, I'm not gonna go to the wolf, like the world destroyer. I'm not gonna go and feed him. Yeah. Uh, but Tyr's like, oh, he's nice. Just be. He's a nice guy, Tyr. Yeah. I like Tyr. But as Fenrir grew, it became clear that the prophecies were not to be denied, and so the gods tried to bind him. But the mighty wolf broke every train they laid upon him. So as he's getting bigger and more aggressive, they realise that he's yeah. he's going to fulfil the prophecy and become the world eater. But from what I know, like, like it... Never noticed that before. Hmm. Um... So that yeah, so I, from what I know, that the the wolf wasn't being aggressive, as we say. I think he's just getting bigger, and I and think breaking with a stronger. Yeah, and I think he liked being strong. He's like, oh, I like, I like this feeling of being strong. But yeah, so what did they do to solve the issue? At last, the gods sent Skirnir, <laughs> the one who brought Freya, his wife Gerda, to the dwarves. They had called on their usual intercessor, intercessor. Intercessor. Intercessor? That's really interesting. So, <laughs> call back to our jingle. They had called on their usual intercessor between the dwarves and Azir, but this time Loki refused to help. He knew as well as anybody, and better than most, that Fenir had to be bound, but that didn't mean that he was going to play any role in the betrayal of his son. The dwarves answered Skinner's challenge. They made a change from the sound of a cat's footfall, the beard of a woman, <laughs> the root of a mountain... Bears' sinews, fish's breath, and birds' spittle, they named this chain Gleipnir Deceiver. Alright, hold on. So, <laughs> Some weird ingredients going So, they've got a chain, the strongest chain in the world, right? And they thought, we need to make this stronger. Yeah, but, how, what, what ingredients do you add? A cat's footfall. Hard to bottle, I'd say. The beard of a woman. Um, you know, not impossible, but. You've like, got to murder a woman now. Wait, no, don't get him murdered, just shave. shave oh. oh, the beard of a woman, oh yeah. What do you think it was? I've always said a, a bearded woman. No, 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 <laughs> just ground it up. <laughs> uh, the roots of a mountain, I'd say, near impossible. A bear sign here, it's like, what, what's that doing? Uh, fish's breath and bird spittle. What, what does that have? <laughs> what, what? How, do you know what I don't think of? Dan, name the strongest substance known to man, fish breath. Yeah, exactly right. Like bird spit. Right, would you rather have? Let's say you're doing a bungee jump, right? And the cord was either made uh, the thing holding you on, so not the cord itself, but the thing how, uh, attaching the bungee cord to the to the structure that you're jumping off. Would you rather have that be titanium, or would you rather fish's breath? You know what I mean? Like, uh, which one? Which one would you really want as well? Like, because uh, I, would, you know, I would not pick bird spit any day. No. Okay. But it, they create Gleipnir, which is... Deceiving. It's pretty cool. And as always, they like to name their inanimate objects. You love it, don't you? I love it. it. Well, if you had to name an animal object that you use on a daily basis, like, do you have a pen at work or a chair at work that you use? I have my Singapore Airlines bottle that I always use. What would you call that? 
Are you allowed to sponsor on here? Because I don't like sponsorship unless it's from KFC and I can do the vegan Um I just call it my bottle. But maybe you should call it something cooler. Maybe you should put uh, the, the eyes of a newton there or, you know, the... the uh, Get a fish to breathe on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go on, Goldie, go on. Uh, um, maybe it would be called, like, Thirst Quencher or something like that. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh, yeah. I like that. But it sounds, it's a bit grandiose for a water bottle. The Goblet yeah, of Thirst. Goblet of Thirst. Oh, that's, that's not bad, then. So, the Azir challenged Fenrir to break Glypenir. But Fenrir was no fool. He knew there was magic to the chain. And he said that he would only do so if one of the gods would place his right hand in Fenrir's muzzle as a pledge to free him if he failed to break the chain. So, he's broken every chain so far and uh, and he's getting wary that the gods want to chain him up. He, he doesn't know why. He doesn't know about the prophecy. He just... He get a little bit hurt that people don't want to let, let the god to turn against him. Yeah. But so she's like, so he's getting a bit like, well, maybe, maybe there's a safeguard, you know, maybe it's a, fa- uh, a fail safe even. Uh, you know, someone put your hand in your mouth, then I'll bite it off if you break it off from me for a while. Uh, it's, it's his escape route. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's his, fact, like, his way of... He's saying, of, you, I trust you if you trust me. Yeah. But if you break the oath, then I'm going to fucking chop your arm off. so bad analogies recently. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, something... You say it clearly as well. That's why, we, that's why we make a good team. Oh, we make a good team, do we now? Oh. Yeah. Still not one of my favourite things about the nine and episodes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks, man. Uh, no worries. Uh, not hurt. Um... So who's uh, would you put your right hand in a wolf's mouth? Probably not. No, not, not again. Anyway, <laughs> I was wondering why, why your hand's so bloody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, fun fact: in Germanic culture, your right hand was used to swear an oath, and it was a very serious business indeed. Didn't need that. Probably cut it out. There were a few insults more deadly than oathbreaker, and few crimes more base than breaking an oath. It was not fear of Fenrir that stopped the gods from offering their hands. It was fear of dishonour. For a long second, the assembly gods stood silent. Finally, Tyr, the one who loved Fenrir best, the one whose very word was oath, stepped up and placed his hand in Fenrir's muzzle. He was honourable, yes. Among the nine worlds, you would find none more honourable than Tyr. But he was also lord and chieftain over gods and men, sworn to protect their realms. Fenrir, who loved Tyr and trusted him, allowed the other gods to lay the deceiver, Glypenir, upon him. And so Fenrir was bound. Tyr nobly puts his hand in Fenrir's mouth. The clock eyes, there's a, and there's trust between them. There's love between them. However. Hence yeah. why Tyr's the one that's offered to put his hand in his mouth. Because yeah. he's like, oh, he knows me best. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. I wonder what it tastes like. Can I put my hand in your mouth? No. Please. We've done it literally two hours ago. <laughs> you, can do it to, you can do it to me. Right, we're gonna. I'm gonna put Dan's over his hand in my mouth, and what am I gonna do? Wait, have you washed your hands? Yeah. Why are you doing this? What do you mean? What are we gonna do? I, I don't know what you're doing. You just asked me to put my hand in your mouth. Uh, yeah. You do this a lot. You'll tell me to do a weird thing, and then be like, "So what are we gonna do now?" And I'm like, "I don't know what we're doing now. My hand is in your pants, or whatever you're doing." <laughs> Wait, that's how. That, no, hold on. That's not true, was it? <laughs> I don't know. No, it wasn't true. I'm not that kind of guy, Dan. I'm not that. I didn't ask you to put my, your hand down my pants, okay? <laughs> Although, it would have been appreciated, but... Uh, yeah. 
So they, uh, the gods put on Gleipnir and wrapped around with the seed around him. Uh, uh, and then uh, the wolf struggled, but you know he's used to a bit of a, a of a, a struggle with the chains. And he, he he's so strong, but he tries to break them and break them, but he can't. Gleipnir has bested him. He's worked. Yeah, that's sad, isn't it? But uh, but now with uh, with Taya's hand um, in his mouth, he's like, "Okay, guys, uh, you bested me. I understand, but now can you release me?" But then the gods start laughing at the big stupid wolf. They fell for his plans. They've captured the world breaker. And they laugh in his face, and uh, Fenris is visibly upset, and he's hurt. He's hurt by the people who. Uh, uh, he, he thought he loved as well. Yeah, because he was like, I'm, okay, I'll, t- I'll test the chains. And he's tested them, it hasn't worked. And then they're like, by the way, this is now, you're chained up forever. Absolutely. Um, with a tear in both of us, in both, tear in tear's eye. <laughs> That's not bad, is it? With a tear in tear's eye, he understood what had to be done. He realised that... He'd been deceived. Not tear, uh, but he realised Fenrir had been deceived. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. And he, he had to... He knew what had to be done. With his other free hand, he petted Fenrir and go, It's okay. It's okay. And with that, Fenrir bit down onto his arm, get chomping at the elbow, and it ripped off his arm and he chewed it. Nom, 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 nom. Not very vegan. So, <laughs> okay. uh, so Tyr lost his arm, it's all bloody and stuff like that, and the gods had deceived both Tyr and Fenris as well. And... What were, what were they going to do with Fenrir's wolf now? Do you know where he ended up? I assume they put him in the underworld or some shit. They did yeah. put, they put him in hell. Uh, they well, they banded yeah. him down there as well. So they were moving him down there. And that's when we hear Fenris saying, You know, I loved you. I, I would have fought for you. But you, gods, you, you're the ones that deceived me. And Odin, I swear, I, I would have been a defender of Asgard, but now I'll be a destroyer. I will come and destroy you, especially you, Odin. You will be the one I kill, whether uh, I'll kill you. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm... Ca- you got uh, into that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You enjoy that spitballing, if no one could tell. Right, that's, can we, should we do a full disclosure to the audience? I, oh, I think it's very obvious. <laughs> I think it's very obvious that you went off script for most of that. Right, but can you explain why? Because the source material we have basically just said that his arm got chopped off, and that's not exciting, because that's not quite what happened. Well, yeah. he did get his arm chopped off, it but there's a, there's a reason behind my, it. My story's not bad. It's a good, good interpretation. Oh, he actually does say... Oh, no, he does say it here. Oh, no. So he, so, so they, they wept together, and, yeah, he swears that on the day of Ragnarok, he's going to kill Odin. Uh... Uh, uh, because of the suffering which Odin brought to the master, he loved and loved still. See, he, he, it's also a thing to, for Tyr as well. He, the, he hurt his master, and therefore, uh, you know, there's a major betrayal on several counts as well. So, well, that was, well, that was unclear. <laughs> Essentially, big wolf chained up. Sad. See you later. All right. <laughs> Right, we fucked this up, you know. Did we? You, you, you didn't help, did you? I didn't know what you were doing. Oh, I didn't know what you were doing. Right, 
Right. Like, can I tell the story then? Well, you just pick whichever one. Well, we had to tell you. You just pick whichever's best. Okay, yeah. You, you do it. Oh, fine. Fine. You do it. Yeah, after 99 episodes, I don't give a fuck anymore. Go. Go. Do it. Whatever. So, basically, the wolf is there. He's being chained up. He's like, why are we doing this again, guys? They're like, oh, we're testing the chains. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Nothing weird. And he's like, all right, well, why don't you put your arm in my mouth? Because if you... If I test these chains and they work and then you don't let me out and you keep me chained, I need to bite a bitch. Someone's getting their arm ripped off. And they're like, yeah, no worries. Sure, sure, no worries. And Tia's like, look, I trust you, Fenrir. Man to... God to wolf, I trust you, buddy. Open your mouth. Sticks his hand in. Friend to friend. The wolf's like, hey, cool. Let's test these chains. Jingle, jangle, jingle. Oh, crap. They're really, really strong. Crap. Ha ha ha, good one guys, you beat me, these, these chains are really strong, well at least we know they work, anyway you can let me go now, and then the gods all laugh, because they're like, ha ha ha, good one, you're, you're bound now forever, this was all a ploy, and he's like, ah, well I have to take someone's arm now, but I don't want to take my arm, because it's my best friend, I don't want to rip this guy's arm off, and then the other guy, Tear, he looks him in the eye, and he's like, it's, it's okay buddy, yeah, like, I deceived you, I, I'm really sorry, um, but you know, got to be done. So I'll, t- I'll take one for the team. Rip my arm off, and his friend has to bite down, chomp his arm off. It's really embarrassing, and it's really horrible. And then the gods are still laughing, and they put him in the underworld with he- with his sister in Helheim, and he's chained forever. And as he's being chained, he's going down in the underworld, and he looks at Odin, and he says, "I would have done anything for you guys, but you fucked it, and I'm going to come back and kill you at the end of days." So this prophecy is going to come true, and it's because of you, you dicks. Mine was clearer. <laughs> well done, that was good. Can we keep both of them? We can keep both of them. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, that's both... <laughs> Essentially, we've done the story twice for you there, so enjoy that. Let's go and rank this. Hey there, my name's Matt Huss, and in this link I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of missed podcasts. In small doses. It's, it's nice that after 99 episodes, we aren't prone to fucking a meltdown's ass. <laughs> Hey, listener, can you tell that we found this uh, myth uh, half an hour before Dan has to leave? So we- <laughs> <laughs> No, we did this, and there's nothing that says 99 episodes like us doing a proper myth, which is just arse the wall, terrible. Arse the wall? That's a phrase, isn't it? Arse the wind? I don't know. Arse the wind. All right. Arse the wall, it's how I shower in prison. <laughs> no! Right. Okay, done. Let's just be professional now. Yeah. Let's be professional and rank that really clear myth that we just that, did. That, it, you know what? It is quite clear because we explained it five <laughs> times. <laughs> we we, we managed. So one more time. Here's so, the yeah, okay. <laughs> Both do it in beatbox and rhyme. Okay, life skills. What things do we learn practically here out of ten? We learn how to chain, make a chain out of horrendous parts. Yep, uh, uh, and also how, yeah. Chemistry. I'm calling bullshit, but yeah. Chemistry. That, uh, chemistry. Uh, we learned how to... Chain up a wolf. Yeah. It made me really sad about... When I first listened to that, like, yeah, when, when it was actually performed properly, uh, <laughs> it was really sad. <laughs> I feel we lost the emotional connection to that one. It's alright, we'll, we'll do a shadow puppetry play or something of it. You know you won't. I won't. Because you don't care about this podcast. Right, for the last time, I'm just going to get this on record. One of my main things about having 99 episodes is that I got to work with my best friend, Matt Hoss. He's been an absolute privilege and I find him really funny. I like to hang out with him on and off of the podcast because he's just a great guy. Is that what you wanted? It's a bit sentimental, Dan. Come on. Like... 
<laughs> oh, thanks, man. All right, let's crack on. It's amazing. You just gotta give to your ego and. I like right, you too. Li- <laughs> life skills. Life skills. Um, all right, so we not have a huge amount other than how to make a chain. How to bite off someone's arm. How to bite off someone's arm. How to raise a wolf. Yeah. How to feed a monstrosity. No, it's not a monstrosity. It's just a big wolf. It's a big wolf. I think Fenris has a big heart. He has got a big heart. And he cares. It's cool how the prophecy about Ragnarok only came by their own... That's, that's the point. And that's... That goes from morals. That's big, big, big moral points there. So the Ragnarok thing wasn't always going to happen. But, they but it also it was always going to happen. But they didn't realise it was them that were going to make it happen. It's kind yeah. of like knowing how you're going to die and that helps how you die, right? Yes, yeah, because you're looking out for it. So, you, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's a really good point, which I got neglected to mention. But, yeah, absolutely. Bang point. Should I repeat it just so it's clear? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but then, so uh, that is that goes for morals. But I think for life skills, and there's chains, there's forgery, um, there's uh, raising an adult wolf. But yep, it didn't scream though. No, I don't think it's a huge three. Yeah, I agree. The three is on the page. Morals. I really think it's quite high. Yeah, for I, that big one, We've got some big, big. It has big a big points. one. Yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. but yeah. I don't realize that. Um, we learned how honourable you can be and the sacrifices you make for being honourable. Yeah. Um, the sacrifices you make for love as well. Like, yeah, and friendship. Yeah, and how, how Tim was filled as well. He lost so much, but also it was a good way to lose it to a, for a friend, you know. Yeah, lost his friend. Yeah. Um, the gods are, again, this is a common theme the gods are, like, Contractually obliging arseholes, you know what I mean? They, they can be really cruel, do you know what I mean? These gods can be so vicious, do you know what I mean? Um, I, I think it's not bad. I'm going to say seven or eight, but I think... What do you think? I think it's six or seven. There's not a huge different amount of morals, it's just one big seven. one. I think. Yeah. I think seven. Seven's fine, because I think... It's I'm, a big one. I'm sad for the, do- yeah. for the wolf. And... Creativity. The making of the chain's quite creative. Yeah, the fact that the, you saw how hell went to hell high yep. and Jormungandr. Uh, who will we talk about in a future episode? Um, who else? Creative. Uh, I mean, the, the whole arm and the, his friend being the one that gets his arm ripped off. Yeah. That's all very creative. Yeah. But he doesn't scream, oh wow, this was super creative. Not much happens apart from the... A guy raises a wolf. And has an arm bit on Yeah. And it goes to... It's supernatural, but I don't think it's lots. I'm going to maybe say four. I'm yeah. Three, three or four. I think it's three. Three? Yeah. This is a low one, Dan. And finally, WTF. WTF. Crazy things that happened that we thought, ugh, that was crazy. Arm, obviously. Arm get ripped off. His friend, the whole betrayal. friendship thing. Betrayal. Actually, no, betrayal is worse than the arm. Because the arm is going, but... Yeah, really that was kind of messed up. The real pain... It's a betrayal. Yeah. The arm will heal, but the heart is not ripped forever. And actually it is, because that's why he goes back to Ragnarok as well. But also... Maybe oh, yeah, he holds Hol- a grudge. Hold on, can we revise creativity? Because this links to Ragnarok, and this gives purpose to why they train them up, but also gives purpose that's to why, why, why Fenrir attacks Odin, and why he kills, eventually kills Odin as well. Where it is in the wider story arc. Yeah. So maybe a five. Yeah, five. Congratulations, you won. Oh, it feels like we've got an appeal, you know what I mean? <laughs> Alright.
But with WTF, Arm and Betrayal, apart from not, nothing else, very little going on. That's but it's definitely the Gods being dicks. Yeah, the Gods being dicks. That's probably the three. Three, yeah. Yeah, I agree. But not, still not high. 18 in total. 3 plus 7 plus 5 plus 3. Are you going to do that thing where you have to go, oh, I'm just thinking what words... I'm just double-checking. The... Alright, while you do that, I'm going to do the social media. Hey guys, thank you so much for being part of this uh, uh, delightfully weird and silly podcast. I hope you enjoyed all the episodes. Oh, if, you, if, you, four, if, if you are still checking them out, please do check them out. Uh, we've got bringing Greek myths, Roman myths, and Norse myths as well. With many more to come in the future. Next week's episode is our live special, and plus 101 as well. So do check that out. Uh, if you want to share it on social media, that'd be great. Tweet us at Miss Podcast, uh, both on Twitter and Facebook. Join the Misfits fan club. And also send us an email uh, ahead of the live special if you want to get your, your thing read out. That'd be absolutely wonderful. At Miss Podcast at gmail.com. It's 18. The it's 3 plus 7 plus 5 plus 3. The total for episode 99 is 18. I hate you. I hate you. Good. Now you're counting it up. You're sticking the lead table, aren't you? Yep. So, um, apart from that, uh, yeah, give us five stars on iTunes, and please share it with friends as well. And we're going to do some... It's going to be a great live special, isn't it, Dan? It is going to be a really good live special. Thank you so much. We look forward to have telling you all about it. Have you got any like exciting things you're going to do for the live special? Let's tease it. Have you got anything, you got anything planned? No. Should we? I've got stuff planned. Well, I'm going to turn up. I asked you to plan stuff. No, I'm probably going to do the whole thing topless. That was my plan. <laughs> Alright, uh, but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. And the way we're going to finish this episode, Dan's got to his hand in my mouth and I'm going to bite it off. See you guys later. Have a lovely day. Bye! Oh, come on, no! <laughs> I actually did it. Oh, you actually did it. That's weird. It's a bit salty. Bye, everyone. Miss. Miss. how quickly you go from 10 to 1 yeah in both my comedy and <laughs> my confidence alright let's go and see the smell that's how I say it now the smell <laughs>